Have you experienced a narcissist shedding tears, apologizing, promising change, and then turn around and keep hurting you? Like one that begged to come back into your life over and over and over again, and then over a period of the next week, month, or a little bit longer, all of a sudden it continues to change back to the person that says they were going to change, but nothing actually happens. Maybe you find yourself where you're questioning, hey, like, is this emotional display, is this crying, is this things that they're actually doing, are they actually genuine, or are we back to manipulation? Is it back to control? Join me today as we explore just the complex world of narcissistic behavior and uncover some of the truth behind tears and apologies when a narcissist is saying sorry, and then are they still going to hurt you down the road? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. I want to invite you to be able to join that because what it does is it helps you in a systematic process to eradicate the triggers, to get rid of the trauma bond, to break free of the rumination. If you're struggling with the sleepless nights and you're like, I don't know how to get this person out of my head, this is for you. So go to claritychallenge.net. When we talk about this aspect of narcissists manipulating, we know narcissists manipulate all the time, lie all the time. Like There's a lot of different things where we're like, okay, yes, this is what... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Narcissists typically do. But what happens when they say sorry? What happens when they actually come about and seem like there's a change in their behavior? Seem like they want to apologize to the fact of actually making a difference, of actually having this happen in a different way. We see a lot of times narcissists that never apologize, that never say anything like I was wrong, I'm sorry, like anything like this, okay? Then we see a big aspect of faux apologies, of ones that you're like, oh, okay, like maybe they're apologizing and it feels like an apology and you step into that when in reality, it's not actually true. So what do these actually look like? What's actually happening when a narcissist is crying, apologizing, going through this thing, but we're not really seeing anything different? One of the points I want you to know, and you might already know this, is the idea of them having manipulative techniques, okay? Manipulative techniques and understanding how to exploit your emotions, how to take advantage of your empathy, your sympathy. And so narcissists sometimes will get to the place where they'll cry, they'll, they'll say, I'm sorry, they'll express some type of remorse. Typically, it's because they're trying to manipulate you. Now, oftentimes this is to try to get you back in the relationship. Maybe you broke up with them, you said it was done, and then all of a sudden they're begging and banging on your door saying, please let me back into your life, when in reality, nothing's actually changed. So many times we'll find someone who's been in a relationship and the narcissist comes back and they're begging to be back in their life, they let them back in only to find that he's been with someone else the entire time. So there wasn't even an aspect of like, let me leave, let me let me not be with someone else and be with you. It's like, no, like I'm with someone and I'm crying, begging to get back into your life while I'm still with someone. We see this so often because a lot of times narcissists want to have their cake and eat it too. Want to be with you and then be with someone else. Want to be communicating with you and someone else. And so typically when you see this aspect of crying, a lot of times narcissists will use this as leverage to make you feel bad for them to want to suck you in, to want to get you stuck in the toxic relationship. 
Now, with this manipulative tactic, it's easy for you to want to be like, oh my gosh, like, yes, they're finally getting it. They're finally changing. This is where talk is cheap. And we want to see actual actions, demonstration, okay? Because the narcissist is going to use these tactics to maintain control over you, like over the victim, over the target that they're actually going on. Like this is going to keep you entangled in this toxic dynamic, not knowing what do you actually do? How do you actually move forward? Because you're like, but they're changing. And then we start to build this level of like hope and potential that you start to believe in versus the truth, versus the reality of the situation that they haven't actually demonstrated change. Oftentimes you'll see this when a narcissist comes back into your life and they have no demonstration of change, but they keep saying everything's changed. They keep saying everything's better. And you're like, okay, show me the proof. Well, I'm just better. I, I worked on it. And, and there's not really good data to be able to back it up. You have to get really, really factual. Otherwise, you'll get sucked back in to toxicity. Now, think of it this way. Uh, a narcissist, uh, especially along the lines of like a covert narcissist, might shed tears and might get to the place of having a seeming heartful apology. Like, like I actually care about this, all these different things. But it's typically after this episode of abuse, mistreatment, you kick them out. It's after something that's happened. Okay, This typically will make you start to think that they're being vulnerable. Okay, that they've actually got to the place of like, oh, they figured it out. But oftentimes in this aspect, it's going to make you start to doubt your own perceptions and grant them another chance, not just for the cycle uh, for like a lot of times for the cycle of manipulation just to keep going and harm to keep happening and the things to keep happening over and over and over again. So then you have this aspect of strategic empathy. Okay, we haven't ever really talked about it in this light, but narcissists have this capacity for different levels of empathy. Now you're like, wait a second, like we always heard that narcissists have no empathy. Okay, what you need to understand is even in the DSM-5, it says that they lack empathy or is unwilling to acknowledge or identify with the feelings and needs of others. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So what this is actually showing is it's not that all narcissists have zero empathy, have no regard for emotions or feelings. Like They're still human. They still have these things. Okay. However, when we talk about this aspect of empathy, a lot of narcissists are unwilling to acknowledge your feelings and needs because of what it says about them. Now, if you're there and you're crying because I just did something to hurt you, why would I show empathy? Because then that makes me look bad. Makes me look bad because I'm the one that hurt you. Okay. A little bit of circular reasoning, but that's still how it goes. Okay. So trying to break it down so you understand. When you get to this piece of like narcissists using empathy strategically, is this aspect of mimicking other people's empathy, mimicking moments of remorse, mimicking of like, okay, this is how someone acts when something's going on this way. This is how someone acts when they're sorry. Okay. Typically in this aspect, it is a calculated move. Like it is like, let me see what can I do to be able to main control and, and fix the distorted image that I have there. Because this person now sees me in a different light, reality, but this person now sees me in a different light, what do I need to do to fix it? Well, I need to get back with them. I need to show that I'm a good guy. I need to show them that I, that I really care, even though I've cheated. Like I need to show them all these different things. 
Okay, so it's like, let me figure out what I need to do to be able to get back with this person, okay? Or to be able to get past this, this impasse that we're at because of my actions. A lot of times the difference is the tears and the apologies are not motivated by this genuine desire to understand the pain and to heal the pain that they've caused. Typically it's like, how do I fix this? How do I get back with you? How do we move on? Like all of it is geared that direction. Okay, you're gonna see this after, um, think of it this way, when, when the narcissist is crying, apologizing, all this stuff, you're gonna see it right after, okay? Right after is in like a day or a week because they'll oscillate back and forth. They won't be able to sit in it, okay? Now what I mean by that is like they're not gonna be able to sit in the tears and apologies like forever, typically hardly ever, okay? Maybe a little bit of the vulnerable side of the narcissist, but like typically not. Because it's going to be like, okay, I cried about it. Now it should be fixed. And then you bring up the next thing like, we're back at this again. I already apologized. I thought we got through this. And it'll it'll go back and forth. It'll it'll help you understand. If you see this, the ups and the downs of like tears, frustration, tears, frustration. There's this aspect there that's what's happening. So you're not able to actually like uh, regulate it. Okay. So it's like, oh, let me do the tears so that I can get past this. And then when it's not passed, then I get frustrated because like I paid the price. I gave you my tears, so we should be past this, right? Transactional, okay? Now, a lot of times you'll see this even after like an argument, betrayal, sometimes even after like physical abuse, okay? Where the narcissist will, will hurt you and then all of a sudden they'll start crying. And, and, they'll, and they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and promising change behavior, okay? This is future faking. This is when the narcissist keeps saying, I'm gonna be different, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna go to therapy, all this different stuff, but their words and tears oftentimes are just very short-lived and they're just used as a way to get your trust back, okay? To keep you engaged in the relationship. And typically their actions never come alongside and never align with the remorseful words. You never see that actually go to the next level of seeing it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply actually happen okay then we walk into the piece of it just being a cycle over and over and over again okay oftentimes you hear it talked about with alternating phases of love bombing devaluation discard okay then you put in the tears and apologies to get you back to hoover you back okay either in the love bombing stage of like let me love bomb you let me show you how much i love you how much i care about you you know let me show you how much i love you and i care about you to get back with you all those different pieces where the narcissist tries to regain control of the situation to like reel you back in, okay? But then what happens is there hasn't been a change in the behavior. There hasn't been a true transformation in how they actually show up. So as a result, the cycle just keeps going on over and over and over again. You might've seen this even growing up where you had a parent that might apologize for how they responded for the harsh words or neglectful actions. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry about this. And they, and they seem to express regret or pain. They make promises to be a better parent, to create a loving environment, but it doesn't actually show up. And this quote unquote remorse is short lived. The hurtful behavior resurfaces, leaving you trapped in this cycle of emotional turmoil. Whether it's in a toxic relationship and a parenting relationship, whatever it might be, this you'll see over and over and over again with certain types of narcissists where they will cry, they will try to be sorry, they will try to say all these things, but it doesn't actually produce change behavior. 
If you're at the place where you don't see change behavior or you're questioning, is this actually change behavior or is it not? I want to invite you to go to claritychallenge.net. There you're going to be able to understand and to break the trauma bond that is confusing you. The cognitive dissonance where you're like, I don't know what to believe. Do I believe his actions? Do I believe his words? He's saying this and he's showing this what is actually real. Because when you stay stuck in the trauma bond, in the cognitive dissonance, it immobilizes you to one, know the truth and two, make effective decisions. And as a result, you end up staying longer in a toxic relationship. You'll end up telling yourself a different story to believe that will keep you stuck in toxicity versus getting free. So go to claritychallenge.net. If you want to work with me one-on-one in a coaching environment to help accelerate your growth and move you forward, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the link uh, one-on-ones, and we'll be able to talk then. Thank you all so much, and you all have a blessed day.